0: Hey, this is Coco Columbia. You're listening to Sounds of PDX.
1: This is Josh. And this is Nick. We're Talk Modern. This is Anthony Medici from Liquid Light. Hey, this is Andrew.
0: And this is Laura. And we Code. This is Maliki.
1: And this is Ryan.
0: We're Small Million.
2: And you're listening to Sounds of PDX.
0: Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP.
1: Good evening. This is KSFL, LP Portland, Portland Radio Project on 99.1 FM in the Portland area. We're streaming live on PRP.FM or through our mobile app. So thank you so much for joining us wherever you may be because tonight's show is going to be super rad. I've got recording artist Kingsley in studio with me. How are you? Hi, guys. Hi. Man, you've been super busy. So thank you so much for taking the time. I mean, you've got a single that just came out via Mm. Vortex on the 17th. Had a house show on the 19th, and then you were at the old church on stage with our friend uh, Ashley Kervabon on Sunday.
2: Yes, yes. All all things now are... We're here tonight. (laughs) We're here tonight.
1: Pack them into the end of the year. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for being here. We're going to be checking out your influences. And of course, hearing your original music, we're going to be playing some tunes of yours at the end of the night. We also have some other Portland artists that uh, we just love to death and kind of want to showcase in this uh, two hour block. So again, thank you so much for joining us. Say hello on the talk board. We already got a couple people on PRP.fm saying hello. I see Ashley is, is joining us tonight. Hey, Hey, Hey. Uh, So yeah. Um, Couple questions I do want to hit you with early on about uh, the songwriting process and inspiration because we got a, a question on the talk board about that. But before we do, what do you say we kick things off with a song by our friend Courtney No?
2: Yes, amen.
1: It is such a, a good party starter. Nice under three minutes jam that'll kick you in the teeth. This is No Good by Courtney No. Stick around. I'll be hanging out with Kingsley until 9 p.m. Courtney No and I'm your host Luke Neal this is Sounds of PDX I'm hanging out with Kingsley tonight and i uh, going to dig in ask you some questions I'm always interested right. uh, what was your first tangible music memory not so much that you knew you wanted to be a singer but what's the first thing you remembered about music impacting your life
2: But the first thing I remember about music impacting my life, probably my great grandma, um, Gladys. She was a gospel singer in Chicago, a very influential gospel singer. And I think just going to Sunday churches with her and just seeing how she empowered the room, the space, um, just by her voice. um, It was very inspiring.
1: Yeah. What type of tunes did you listen to growing up?
2: Oh, my goodness. Uh, My parents would be deemed if I said Disney. (laughs) Disney, so much Disney. Yeah, um, but I did the classic Chicago house style music, which was like Jack and Farley. I listened to um, Michael Jackson Thriller on vinyl. Um, oh, so good. Yeah, so many times, so many <laughs> times. But really, I was a Disney fan. I was really into Disney so much; it was embarrassing. I still am. Still, am it's it. not
1: embarrassing. Like they, I mean, some of the best songs are. I mean. Elton John wrote a pretty much a whole album of Disney tracks, and yes. it's, it's fantastic. It's
2: beautiful the way they connect words um, with a storyline, and then had instrumentation. It just inspired me as a kid.
1: Yeah, they've they've dialed it in to make hooky songs with big movie picture scores and narrative. Yeah, yes. they know how to get to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, go ahead. You mentioned it. You were from Chicago. Talk to us about how you made your way out to Portland from there.
2: So I moved. I was planning on moving West Coast no matter what the moment I graduated college because I was so done with the snow. I couldn't do another brutal winter. Um, So I was dating someone from my college who moved to Portland and we made rules of I would move to Portland if I didn't pay rent, if I found a music internship. Those were like the two. I would move to Portland and I moved to Portland. I ended up (laughs) finding a music internship and living rent free. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it all worked
1: out. So just ask, right? That's the just lesson. Just ask
2: straight up. <laughs> <off. laughs> I want to live run free.
1: <laughs> was part of you like, that's not going to happen, so I'm going to stay in Chicago?
2: It was either Portland or LA. It okay. was one or the other. So I was either going to move to Portland immediately after I graduated or move to LA three months after graduation. It was one or the other.
1: What, what do you think that draw is when, I mean, for Portland or LA, from a music perspective, what was your impression of the Portland music scene as you were coming here as a newbie?
2: I had no idea. (laughs) I had no idea. Did not know what to expect for Portland. Um, I knew things about Portland from Portlandia and people told me not to judge it off of that. So I was very biased of what the music world was going to be like here in portland
1: yeah and i would say that's fair advice as well (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so let's go to the talk board a couple questions here uh twitter user trance asked what inspires you and how do you find the inspiration to write your songs um so yeah let's go with that one what usually inspires you to, to pick up the pen or guitar
2: um i've been told i am not a person who talks of feelings and it's because I write them in my songs. Mm. I don't really waste my feelings on people. I put them into my songs, which is not fair for relationships, probably why I'm single. But um, (laughs) I usually get inspiration from the people around me. My songs are written from a situation that anyone that I know couldn't necessarily find the right words to say or piece it together, and that's how the song is formed.
1: Um, I think it's interesting that you say that because one of the most uh, narrative Lyricist you put on the playlist, and I'm gonna play her first, uh Lauren Hill, yes, and can we just say it's not fair? She did one record, <laughs> took her Grammys and then left. And said I'm out of the industry <laughs> right. like i that's one thing. I mean, it's I want Lauren Hill to come back and make some more music, but why particularly this song? This is can't take my eyes off you.
2: um I picked this song because I do not I don't write love songs, and I'm very engulfed and ingrassed the way that she puts the language together of you know, you're just too good to be true. It's Something that I yearn for, and I love the way that she structures it together. So I picked that song.
1: Yeah, great pick. And there's just so much you could say about Lauryn Hill. Like, yeah. not only was this record brilliant, uh, and I, I can't remember the year. I think it's '99 or 2000. But she also just slayed a bunch of people from the podium that year for being hypocrites in the music industry. She
2: just went out with a bang. It was amazing. In with a bang, out with a bang. Ah. <laughs>
1: Again, this record is is a classic, and if you haven't listened to it in a while, please listen to it again. It stands up. Uh, so we're going to listen to the first influence of the night from Kingsley. This is Lauren Hill on Sounds of pdX.. <laughs> uh, uh, we
0: got the, uh.
1: Alicia Keys with Fallen. I believe that's the first single of hers that I had ever heard and uh, she blew me away at the time and still does. It was obviously impactful to you because uh, that's an influence of Kingsley. She's got a super rad story about this song.
2: I actually sang this song in a fifth grade talent show um, and won. So that's, that's oh, how good it went. That I did win. Um, but just being on stage and singing it, it just felt comfortable. It felt like home. It felt like myself. Like I could be myself and belting it. uh, It was great. And my poor mother had to hear me practice it (laughs) (laughs) hundreds of times, but it was worth it. Um, So I'm very thankful for Alicia Keys for releasing that song.
1: Did you hear that song first or did you see the video?
2: No, I heard the song first. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't think I did video. We didn't have a computer very early. We were late with the computer game.
1: And MTV wasn't playing videos at the time. So <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> Very true. Very... Music television was not music television <laughs> yeah. anymore.
1: What made you pick that song for the talent show? Cuz that's got to be a scary thing like Or let me ask you, did it scare you knowing you're going to be performing in front of your, your peers?
2: No, it didn't scare me. Um I don't know why I picked the song, to be honest. I can't think back to, to remember why that song out of any song. I think I just heard myself in the shower singing it probably and was like, Ooh, I sound good. I'm <laughs> going sing this for real. Um, but it's, I never get uncomfortable or scared going on stage. It's, it has always felt like home. It always makes sense.
1: That's super rad. Now, did you play piano? Or let me ask you, what was your first instrument?
2: My first instrument was piano. Um, I got a piano, I think I was in uh, third or fourth grade. I got a little Casio. Those electric, 66 keys. Nice. Um, And then I got a guitar later in my music career. I got one freshman year of high school.
1: Cool. What made you uh, want to move on to guitar from piano? My
2: sister is a musical god. She cannot read music, but she can hear it and then pick it up, violin, bass, everything. And I was so jealous of her playing the guitar because she looked super cool. (laughs) So I begged my parents for a guitar for Christmas, and they got me a little, you know, first 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 starters or whatever first act yes first act and um i watched her and started doing the chords the way that she did the chords and she's still way better than me but
1: (laughs) but she's inspiring you but
2: she was inspiring me so you can say i was a copycat but now a musician
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey they say musicians are the best thieves (laughs) because We all borrow from each other, right? That is
2: a great shirt to have for <laughs> the, Christmas. We're going to make
1: it. <laughs> yes. Kingsley, then on the back, no. Uh, well, I wanted to say hello to a couple people that have joined us tonight. Uh, Ashley Curvabon, Kingsley's family's listening in, Haley Johnson as well. If you're chiming in on PRP.FM and you don't log in with Facebook or another device, it'll give you an anonymous name. So if you want to make yourself known, log in, or you can tweet us at PDX, PDX Radio Project, and it'll show up on the talk board as well. Uh, let's Talk about uh, the next song on the playlist. You mentioned it earlier that you had a Disney phase.
2: Yes. So you know what's coming up. <laughs> Is it the Demi Lovato it's song? It's the Demi Lovato song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I wasn't familiar with this track. I'm familiar with her as an artist. Um, uh, I, I didn't know much about her, honestly, until one time recently. I saw her on The Tonight Show yes. yeah. doing vocal impressions of all these. She's, She's unbelievable. Fantastic. She, so I totally understand why you respect her. Uh, this song is really cool. It's almost like an old-school alt-rock power uh, song. It's called Don't Forget. I wasn't familiar with it. What does this song mean to you?
2: Um, this song, I actually saw the music video. It was at the end of like a Disney show. They do five minutes of music. I don't know if they do it anymore, but sh- she was singing in the rain, and the guitar was playing, and she was waving her hair around, and I was like, that girl is amazing. I'm going <laughs> to be her when I grow up. So, That Don't Forget was one of the first Demi Lovato songs I heard.
1: Awesome. Yeah, this is really cool. We've got uh, Demi Lovato coming up right now, but other influences like Aaliyah, Beyonce, and Sam Smith on the way. So here it is, Demi Lovato with Don't Forget. This is an influence of Kingsley here on Sounds of PDX.
0: Did you forget that I was even alive? Did you forget?
1: Uh, we just listened to a couple songs back-to-back of your influences, but we got a ton of questions coming in from the talk board. Uh, Haley Johnson asked earlier, with your songwriting, uh, what comes first usually, the melody, the lyrics, or like the guitar part?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. It really depends. Mostly, I don't play guitar very well, so I just strum chords, so it's usually the melody comes first, and then I try to figure out how I can make the guitar line more interesting so that I can perform it, but... Sometimes I'm lyric-driven. I'll, I'll just write out a bunch of words of how I'm feeling. I try to write every day. So it all just depends. It depends on who made me mad enough to write a song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. Can you speak to the discipline of writing every day or trying to?
2: I just started it. So I saw this um, guy who did the 365 songs, uh, so one song a day, and I thought that was really awesome. I can't do one song a day, but I can write once a day. So it's either a poem or a quick little blurb or a full song. But I I challenge myself to write something once a day. And lately I have a lot to say. (laughs) So it's (laughs) come a little bit more naturally to do it
1: another question from the talk board CJ Unterberger said uh, when you make it big how do you think your music will be welcomed outside of the northwest hashtag big fan
2: um, when I make it big how will my music be received I think the cool thing about my EP that I'm currently working on is doing a genre for everyone so people won't just say I'm a pop artist or an R&B artist they'll say I'm an artist and, and there'll be something on there for everyone whether you're a folk liker or or a rock enthusiasts, I'll have something for everyone. So I think outside of the Northwest bubble, there'll be something for everybody. Yeah,
1: touche. I already know that you are. I've had some producer friends in Arizona and in Austin yeah. already digging your music, and their opinions mean a lot to me Yay. and have for uh, decades now. Uh, another question from the talk board. Victoria tweets asks, how did you feel when your single ghost was released on the 17th?
2: It feels like your birthday. <laughs> 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 Everything is surrounded around you and, and, and the thing you did, it's, it's like, I'm, this is mine. And here it is. It was overwhelming. It was, I can't even explain the high of just having people Um, text me, tweet me, or message me about, oh, this is your song. This is you singing? Like, yeah, it's me. So it's overwhelming.
1: Perfect answer. It's like your birthday, Victoria. (laughs) That's what she says. Uh, M. Jean Lincoln is on. Dominique, uh, which is Kingsley's sister. Her question is, what are your biggest challenges in being in the music industry and how do you overcome them?
2: Biggest challenge being in the music industry. I think I'll stick with just Portland. Um, Probably the biggest challenge is... I want to say just being away from home is probably the biggest challenge. It's every day is by yourself. So when you have a bad day from work, you can call your mom or call your sister and go home. And I have to call them and then wish I could go home because it's a 31 hour drive. So I think that's the hardest part is, you know, the loneliness sinks in.
1: Hmm. Maybe something that... Uh, maybe a lipness test. Because I, I hear that's the same thing on the road. like yeah. You've got your crew around you, but... But
2: you don't have your crew around you. Yeah, that. exactly. It's <laughs> so. it's
1: different. Um, but you do have some wonderful people surrounding you here in Portland. I want to give specific shout-out to uh, Ashley Curvabon, because we have one of her tracks Hi, next on the playlist. <laughs> How did you meet Ashley? And uh, that relationship is just so cool. So you can explain to our listeners uh, kind of her involvement with your music. So
2: Ashley is the peanut butter to my jelly. Um, <laughs> I met Ashley in March through another musician who is one of my influences, Haley Johnson. Um, She played at my venue that I work at and I was telling her how I'm new. I'm a musician and she's like, I'm going to help you book a show. And I'm like, okay. They always say that they're going to help me. And Haley connected me with Ashley and in March I played at her showcase and me and Ashley just hit it off. We are two peas in a pod and just we ebb and flow together, so.
1: So you great, had a you were at a Jade Lounge showcase for Woman Crush Music.
2: Yes, I did the merch cool. showcase with her. That's so, so
1: rad. Uh, well, we're glad that you performed and have had so many connections. Like your music's phenomenal. They're going to hear that in the second hour if they haven't already. I want to thank everyone on the talk board for the questions. Uh, they're flooding in right now. I will get to more of those as we come back. Uh, but we want to play a little bit of uh, Ashley Curve-a-bon. Uh Her project name is Ronnie. Used to be this song was released under Ashley X. Tina, uh, which was actually, her name was uh, retired on Sunday.
0: That's
2: it. I it's know. a wrap. Now it's make room for Ronnie. Make room for Ronnie.
1: <laughs> VV here on Sounds of PDX. This is Frozen in Time. Stick around. That is Larissa Birdseye with Loser here on PRP. Oh, that song is so cool. I'm so glad she got me an edited version so I could play that. Yeah. Uh, that's off of Larissa's new album. Uh, she contributed background vocals to Kingsley's track, right?
2: I Actually, she um, she did contribute background vocals, but on her cover artwork for the album, I did her makeup. So (laughs) So she owed you on her music video for Loser. I did her makeup. So (laughs)
1: too cool. I love that video, too. It's why I picked the song. It's just really catchy. Uh, So rad. So she was involved and this is like such a a quintessential Portland move of having another local artist in town contributing to your record. How was that working with her?
2: she's fantastic fantastic musician i don't know anything about what i want for backup so i said larissa take it away and she took it away so (laughs) she was like this is what we're going to do and i said yes ma'am that's what we're gonna do and it
1: absolutely works it works
0: beautifully yeah
1: (laughs) thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight i'm luke neal this is sounds of pdx kingsley is the artist i'm hanging out with tonight we've been listening to her influences and fielding questions from the talk board as well uh so Stefan aronson First, wanted to know if you could teach him how to Kingsley,
2: how to put in pop.
1: I don't know how to, how to. I don't know how to Kingsley. You'd have to teach me as well. Uh, but in, he had a serious question. He said, "Who did your artwork? It is really cool."
2: Yeah, my artwork was uh, twofold. So I found the picture on Pinterest when I was avoiding doing marketing work that I'm supposed to do, like most people. <laughs> sure. Um, and my roommate actually took the picture on my iPhone 7. So if you have an iPhone. You too can be a photographer. (laughs) Um, And then uh, Felicia did my album artwork. I love to have women on my projects and all hands on deck. I met her. She is an editor for... Um, the show Librarians, which is filmed here in Portland. I met her through someone else. Um, I posted on Facebook, who can edit a photo? And people started tagging all the people they knew. And I knew Felicia, so I picked her.
1: That's super cool. Well, thank you, everyone, for submitting these questions. We had one more come in, and you can be as vague as you want. Uh, Tim King from Twitter asks... uh, Basically ask who's ghost about, because there's some serious shade being thrown in that song. (laughs) Thank
2: you, Tim. Um, Ghost was written for someone who I should not have written a song for, who did not deserve it. But luckily for me, a lot of people have been ghosted. So I'm not alone um, in the ghosting mantra.
1: By the way, it took me um, a second on social media when I was first going through. Like the first time I looked at the cover for Ghost, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, there's, uh, it's so
0: good.
2: Yeah, Joel uh, is a guy from Portland here who uh, is the guy in the picture uh, that's faded out. So thank you for him to getting close to my face to take a picture
1: <laughs> <laughs> Also with an iPhone 7? Yes, yeah. also
2: with the iPhone 7. Perfect. <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs>
1: well, I wanted to uh, give props to PDX Spotlight for helping us put the playlist together every week that we've been enjoying uh, Kingsley's influences on. Right now, you can see Falcon Heart. Their episode is live next month. We've got Sarah Wilde coming up, soon to be the audio sequ- sequence, and much more in 2018. We're going to be starting a brand new season. Uh, next on this PDX Spotlight playlist is Beyonce. Beyonce. So many songs you could pick from Beyonce. Why did you go with Heaven?
2: Um, I went with Heaven just because uh, that song has helped me understand and grasp a lot of things with the afterlife. And I picked that one because it's stripped down just her voice. It's not really an upbeat song. I also picked it because it's an alto song. So us alto girls can sing along without (laughs) straining our vocal cords.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a really beautiful track. Uh, We've got a bunch more great uh, local artists and of course influences from Kingsley stick around because in the second hour we will be playing her brand new single and another original tune. So stick around. This is Beyonce here on Portland radio project. The track is Latch. That was Disclosure featuring Sam Smith. That's an influence of Kingsley. She is my special guest tonight. And uh, before that, we played Beyonce. Uh, Carol Maxwell said, uh, this is such a beautiful song referring to the Beyonce track. I couldn't agree more. Um, so Kingsley, tell us, why was this last track an influence of yours as well?
2: it was definitely an influence towards the single that i just put out. i have such a fascination with pop music because it takes such a heart topic and puts it to something danceable so that you're like this is bad but i can shake my booty too. however, yeah. <laughs> so um latch takes this a uh, love story of, you know, someone that he's grasping out to. it's it's overcoming and but i can also dance. so i really love a uh, Disclosure and, and Sam Smith's voice is fabulous.
1: Yeah, I like that juxtaposition in music where you have something that's uplifting but has heavy subject matter. I mean, we can all find angry music with angry lyrics or sad music with sad lyrics. Uh, there's a great band from Australia. It's actually singer-songwriter. goes by the name Panama. The last record he released was entirely about losing one of his best friends to mental illness. And every song's beautiful and sounds uplifting but tackles the subject matter in exactly that way. Yeah. Uh, I think it's such a gift to be able to do that. Have you been writing lyrics for your whole life, or did that come along when you started writing music as well?
2: I started writing lyrics uh, very young. I think kindergarten is when I was into writing songs. I remember my first song, and I can say the quick lyrics. i um, yep. giving him a shout-out on the radio. <clears throat> Alex Jato, Just Like Plato, Oh, How I Can't Hide My Feelings Inside. So <laughs> that was in kindergarten.
1: <laughs> did you ever share this with Alex?
2: I never shared it with him. So it's in the book of secrets. Now it's to the world on PRP.
1: (laughs) (laughs) right on. Yeah. I'm going to ask you more in the second hour about uh, your lyrical approach, because I think that's a a super fascinating aspect. Um, You've been in town, like you said, for about 16 months. What are some of your favorite live experiences in the Portland music scene as an audience member?
2: Um, I saw ZZ Ward at Revolution Hall this past summer. Holy cow. Yeah. Even the space. I sat up top because I can't I'm too old to do the <laughs> down in the front. Um, but watching her in Revolution Hall was amazing. Um I saw this group called Thor's Story in Hawthorne, um, down in the downstairs part. Okay. That was really amazing. Um else the Roseland, I've seen uh, not any locals at the Roseland. I saw John Bellion, but that's still, every place is a great space. My favorite space is the Old Church Concert Hall, not because I just worked there, <laughs> but because it's one of the best acoustic and intimate venues in Portland area. And I've seen uh, Ryax, I've seen Lenore, who are locals here. I've seen Edna Vasquez. Um, just so many great musicians just tear up the space in in beautiful ways. I cannot cannot fathom.
1: There's no other venue in town like the old church.
2: There's none. None. And I'm lucky enough to work there, <laughs> so I don't know how that
1: happened. We, I, I saw a show there um, once, but then uh, uh, my second time going there, I was really involved. We did a uh, PDX Spotlight filmed our episodes for Pretty Gritty and Umber Scatu, and it was just a, a fantastic evening. Other PRP friends, uh, Mets Ryan and Collins uh, played between those two bands. And it's got this ambiance and this history, plus it's located in such a rad part of downtown. like People don't realize it's just tucked away over there. It's
2: tucked, which is great. It's hidden, um, and it's a great treasure to find.
1: It is. If you haven't seen a show at the Old Church, do yourself a favor. Just go look at the calendar, find something that interests you, and go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned I'm um, talking about the Old Church. Lenore is next on our playlist with Yay. their song, Heavy Eyes. Why is this song an influence to you?
2: Um, well, I saw Lenore live uh, at September 22nd when they had their EP release show, and Rebecca and Joy's voices together were something that I've just never experienced before. It was so light yet full, so brisk yet (laughs) warming. So I picked that song just because it's all the seasons in one.
1: Uh, Well said. Well (laughs) said, Kingsley. So this is Lenore with Heavy Eyes and Influence of Kingsley. I'm going to be hanging out with her until 9 p.m. So stick around. Wow, that's a track called Only by Rye X. That's an influence of Kingsley. She's been hanging out with me. And you said the really interesting backstory on that last artist.
2: Yeah, Rye X was a ghostwriter for the one and only Rihanna. And uh, he's from Australia. and did a Portland tour when he released Dawn, that uh, album, which is only is on it. And I saw him at my venue. I was lucky enough to see him live. And blew me away. Blew me away.
1: What do you think it takes for... um, a touring artist, because local artists is different. I think it's, it's an odd thing just as human beings to go to a totally different town and say, hey, come listen to my music. And I hope you dig it. <laughs> what do you think it takes for an artist to be able to tour and present their art in such a way?
2: Yeah. Patience, patience on building, building your brand and building your support team, especially when you go far. But I think, um, Marketing strategies. Why is it? I'm a big business person. I have a business degree. So pairing yourself up with a local that is very similar to your style that you know um, artists will like uh, or fans will like you as well.
1: Yeah, and and that's a part of the business, like you said, the music business. Uh, it's it's the unfortunate half side. You know, people <laughs> think it's the non-creative side. It's, it's the, the boring the, the side. The boring they say.
2: side. Yes,
1: but I, I somewhat disagree with that, and I think you would too because of your passion and also your your professionalism um i'll brag on you to the airwaves here like working (laughs) with you uh as a guest has been seamlessly wonderful like you're you're the most prompt uh email responder of all time (laughs) which i appreciate uh but all these things are disciplines that you need in in these days when everyone or most people are diy independent Mm -hmm. artists why would you say uh that that learning this and knowing this is so important these days
2: because you can have a book full of amazing songs with no one to hear it, and I think that 's the part of music that people forget you have to be um, you have to be your own marketer if you want people to hear what you have to say, you have to market it
1: and you're doing something right too uh, on social media like before we went on the air, you went and asked your your fans, I asked hey,
2: the crew, <laughs> hit us up,
1: and that's exactly what happened. We were we were flooded with a bunch of questions. So speak to the importance of social media, and also if you could tell some of our up and coming musicians where, if if they're going to spend time on social media, where are they going to get their best bang for their buck?
2: Yeah, Instagram is the the now people love pictures, and you can see in real time, you know, what people are doing. So going live while you're Scratching out a song so someone can see the real version of you or don't steal my ideas. Um, <laughs> um, definitely Instagram. Twitter's a little bit harder to build. Um, so start with Instagram and really market yourself there. And also responding to people that tweet you um, or post on your page is one of the best ways so that people know that you're real and you're there to connect with them.
1: And, and, you know, it's the same thing for this radio station or my Sounds of PDX page. Sometimes it can feel like a task, but you got to remember, mm. like, it's it's part of the business. It is, you know, if you're not out doing the old school knocking doors and putting up flyers, <laughs> this is a much easier way to do it.
2: Much uh, easier. You don't have to leave your house in the rain. <laughs>
1: uh, touche, especially in this city. Like, I love our falls and our winters.
2: Uh, there's no snow, so I't n- yeah. I never complain here. It was forty degrees outside right now.
1: It's, it's I don't want to nice. know
2: what it is back home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, my wife's family's from Chicago. Yeah, and we've often said, like if it wasn't for the winters, we'd probably have lived in Chicago a while now.
2: That's how I feel. If it wasn't for the winters, I think I might have stayed. But it's too much.
1: it would be probably the most densely populated city in the us if it weren't for oh yeah the weather Over. like everyone wants to get yeah. up there in the midway It's fantastic. Uh, well let's get back to the playlist here. Uh, this is an artist that has gone through many iterations uh Moving Mountains by Usher. Yes. Let's talk about this song in particular
2: um so I picked this song in particular because it reminds me so much of going through the music world it does feel sometimes like you're moving a mountain Um, I think trying to push through and trying to see the other side is almost impossible at times but at the end of the day you do it Um, I picked Usher because I the first CD I bought was I think it's 80870201 or something I'm saying the numbers wrong but that was the first CD I bought And it was Usher, and I was like, this guy rocks. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Did you end up keeping up with his career after that? I did, yeah. So
2: Moving Mountains is from, I I think it's Raymond vs. Raymond album. I do. I I kept up with all of his stuff. His new album with New Flame on there with Chris Brown. I'm, I'm still, I'm so Usher. I follow him on... Facebook still, I <laughs> like his page.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's If phenomenal. you're listening,
2: Usher, I still love you. <laughs> he
1: is, he's, a, he's a listener of PRP. <laughs> right on. Well, I'm so glad you've brought these in, Kingsley. Another great influence from you. This is Usher with Moving Mountains here on Sounds of PDX. Let's put your records on by Corinne Bailey Ray, an influence of Kingsley. You had an interesting story about this song in your
0: life.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I was in an a cappella group in college and I was the bee boxer, but I got one solo song and this was my solo song, so I slid out like the temptations. I was so very <laughs> excited to have the solo song. <laughs> I'm um, gonna sing my heart out, and then step back and go back into b boxing after
1: that. Well, I don't know how you can hear that song and not like smile. It just <laughs> yeah, it sounds like good. sunshine. It's that song is so good. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember when it it came out, but that's another one of those. Like folk indie pop songs that could be released today.
2: And it would still be just as relevant. Absolutely.
1: Uh, You and I during the break, I think we're talking about something that I would like you to share with our listeners, and that is your sense of self um, as, I know you know yourself as a songwriter, but more so as a vocalist. I think, unfairly, women in music get presented with oh, you sound this way, you should mm. do X, Y, Z. Can you speak to that with yeah, your own art?
2: especially being an African-American singer. I've, I've always been told, oh, you sound soulish. You sound like you sing soulful, which is an interesting word to describe uh, a wannabe indie pop star. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, what does that mean? Um, so I think being told that I should sing one way or should do one genre is the reason why my EP is going to be so great because it will be the exact opposite. It will be bluesy. It'll be rockish. It'll be popish. Um, it'll be everything and more. Maybe I'll throw a classical song in because I was classically trained and I can do an opera song. So I think it's important as an artist to stay true to myself, to say, I'm not going to be in the box at the very beginning of releasing myself as an artist. I think it's awesome when artists go through, you know, a Disney phase and then they're in the, I'm using Miley Cyrus, the hip hop <laughs> phase. And now she's back into the country. I think that's awesome. A yeah. Self-discovery of self. But I think what's also cool is the artists that are just who they are the entire time. And that's that. And they're, that's who they are.
1: Have you heard much off of the new, uh, Kesha record?
2: I pray. <laughs> I hope you pray. Right. Yes. Like, it,
1: yes. um, my wife started playing me this stuff and she's just like, I know it is what it is, but listen to but this. listen
2: to the words.
1: And man, uh, you know, we don't have to regurgitate what she went through with her producers and stuff. But that tumultuous part of her life had produced some Something incredible so things. Yep. Uh, do you find it hard to write in those times in your life that are tough? Or do you like to mm-hmm. sit on them for a while and, and be reflective?
2: <laughs> most relationships would say I don't like to sit on them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to immediately... Um, purge in my emotions. I think the cool thing about being an artist is soaking in in your sadness or you know overindulging in your happiness and writing a song about it. I think that those are amazing emotions that you get to magnify when you write in music. Um, Sometimes not so amazing, but you still, you get to feel it. And I wrote a song for my sister who was going through a rough time, which I'm shooting the music video this Thursday. And um, being able to pull out the emotion and sing it over and over again is just a beautiful feeling that I love that artists get to do.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting platform where you get to uh, be therapeutic with yourself. There's a lot of people yes. that don't have that talent that they've got to put it away in a book or, you know, I'm not saying that they can't paint or, or put that right, right. into if they're a runner or whatever, but what did that unlock in you when you realized oh my gosh, I can I can do this. I can express myself.
2: Yeah, it made me dig deeper into emotion and allow myself to be vulnerable in ways that I, I would never be in relationships. In front of a piece of paper, I can write something. And I, I think it's awesome that Kingsley gets to have her own say of how she felt that way. And it comes out in a song. Um, I think it's very empowering.
1: Yeah, and it's super genuine as our listeners <laughs> are going to hear later on in the show here. Uh, looking back at the talk board, another question from Dominique. She said, uh, major or minor, what chords tell the best story of your music best?
2: <laughs> minor. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say major, but I don't ever write love songs. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Someone make me fall in love so I can write a love song. <laughs> um, minor chords are so beautiful because you can have such a deep, heartfelt, dark chord with something happy about it.
1: Hans Zimmer, the, the you know, writer, composer, put yeah. it best. He said, you know, your minor's... Are your questions. And it depends on what type of artist. If if you want to bring comfort to people and answer those things or give them, you know, something to dance to, major chords are the way to go. But if you want to ask questions of yourself and your listeners... I think minor's the way to go. I
2: think that's a beautiful way to put it.
1: Great answer, too. Uh, and thank you for the question on the talk board for that. Thank you for streaming us tonight on PRP.FM or if you're in the Portland area catching us on 99.1 FM. We've been listening to the influences and stories of Kingsley. We've got a couple of her tunes at the end of the show. You want to stick around for those for sure. You mentioned this show earlier, um, the ZZ Ward show, and that's next up on our playlist is her song, The Deep. You said you went to that, I think you said this off the air, you went to the show not knowing.
2: Yeah, I did not know. My roommate um, dragged me to the show and I'm sitting there like, (laughs) and ZZ Ward came on stage and I was jaw dropped the entire time. I was on just a crazy fan high. She was beautiful, um, articulate. The band was fantastic. And then she was um, playing the harmonica in between singing. And I was like, yes, girl, get it. (laughs) Um, So I immediately downloaded two of the songs that I loved. Um, from her.
1: Was that the first show you saw at that Rev Hall?
2: What was? Yeah, that was the first show I saw at Revolution Hall.
1: What an introduction to that venue with such an amazing artist. Uh, the beautiful and talented ZZ Ward here on Portland Radio Project. This is The Deep. Stick around. I will be with Kingsley until 9 p.m. That is Stereo RV, friends of the show. They've been on tour. Hope they are doing well. I put that song on the playlist. That is called Human, and I just love it. And Kingsley knew it. She's my special I guest tonight. It. I think I suggested it. She's like, I know this song. <laughs> oh, you suggested it.
2: Yeah, that's why. It's
1: good marketing on my, on my part then. <laughs> Hope you've been enjoying the show tonight. Now I've got a special segment for Kingsley for our fans to get to know her a little Uh-oh. bit better. It's a intense, rapid-fire Succession of
0: questions,
1: (laughs) but I'll get get us some uh, backing music. I'm going to put on uh, Tycho. You a fan of Tycho from the Bay Area? Some nice backing music. So this is 10 questions for Kingsley. Uh, Nice, simple questions, either or. Uh, Fall or spring? Spring. Spring. Why so?
2: My birthday. Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: I I don't know. I always say I love the fall when I'm in the fall because the colors
2: spring means summer's coming and then
1: spring exactly yeah, I'm like i would have to do with cold for a while <laughs> all right i'm with you there uh, movie or tv these days
2: oh, tv
1: so many good stories on what's yeah. your jam on tv right uh, now
2: right now i'm watching scandal i'm on the second season i'm so new it is what it is i joined the bandwagon
1: <laughs> i joined the bandwagon in about may my wife got me hip to it. We called it the Summer of Scandal. We crushed yeah. through everything. So I'm live now. I'm, I know yeah, up, I'm uh, up to date uh, now. I'm so. on
2: season two. Don't ruin it. No,
1: no. There's, there's plenty to enjoy. Uh, all right. So it's TV for Kingsley. Horror or comedy?
2: Comedy. I am a pansy. <laughs> the last horror movie I saw was Men in Black, which is not horror at
0: it's all. <laughs> so, so, I which could tell you how much of a pansy you
1: are. That's great. Uh, soccer or football? Football. Uh, from Chicago, that yeah, makes sense. You Bears
2: the the best. Yeah. The best. Uh, Funny it, story about that. Yeah. The freshman year, um I was in high school, and the track coach looked like Lovey Smith, and I was, or the football coach looked like Lovey Smith, and I was a naive freshman. So my friends had me, quote unquote, friends had me go get a <laughs> signature from him, and he signed it, Lovey Smith. And I laughed, and everyone's laughing, and then he grabs my shoulder. He's like, "Honey." You're going to have a long four years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Now, if you could go back and be an artist in one of these decades, would it be the 50s or the 80s? 80s. Why? Why would Dear you be? Curls.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's so much rad pop music Dear in God. the 80s. Yeah, Jerry. Curls I rocked too.
2: a Jerry Curl in the '90s. They did not like it. So was <laughs> just a decade too late. Decade too late.
1: <laughs> if you're going to perform at one of these festivals, would you rather go to South by Southwest or Coachella?
2: Oh, I'm going to be stereotypical and say Coachella. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. Have you so been out beautiful. there yet? I have not. My friends just went um, last year without me, but it's just, I've heard a magical place and just to be a part of such magic. I want to go because Beyonce is supposed to be back. Yeah. So now I want to go.
1: That's right. This year. She was she was a headliner so yeah, last she year. Was but
2: supposed to. Then she had babies.
1: Had the kids show up. Uh, we'll give her a pass on that one. Uh, one. Would you rather travel by train or plane? Plane. Plane. Well, have you gone on a train before? I
2: have. Yes. Um, into Chicago because I lived in the burbs, so I took the train into Chicago, and I don't like it. it's yeah, slow moving and
1: head into Union Station and drops you off right there at the yeah. river. Yeah, uh, now this is more of a nerdy question. I don't know if you have an opinion on this: Marvel or DC?
2: Um, Marvel, The Avengers.
1: Yeah, I would, I would agree. Yeah. The new uh, Justice League came out, didn't do so well. Uh, yeah. Pizza or sushi for Kingsley?
2: Pizza because I'm from Chicago. <laughs>
1: Now, I like the deep dish thing. I happen to prefer... A thin slice. No. I know. It I'm, breaks my heart. But I'm being honest with you. I, I could lie and <laughs> say I'm lie. Chicago pizza guy all day long. I'm a Chicago dog guy. Yeah. Had my first legit one at Navy Pier, and Yay, that was yeah. a wonderful experience. I love Navy Pier. Wonderful place. Uh now, lastly, this is the last question of ten for Kingsley. If you could play one of these venues, would you rather play the Hollywood Bowl or Madison Square Garden?
2: Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Do you have yeah. any fond
1: memories or, or I,
2: I don't have any fond memories. Um I just watched this is super. Disney of me. Um, I watched uh, Justin Bieber's Never Say Never story about how he got to Madison Square Garden and I thought it was very inspiring. That, so. that
0: is super cool. <laughs> hey,
1: there, there are no wrong answers in the 10 questions game. Thank you so much for playing along. I knew that was... Uh, putting you on the spot as as we got uh, Tycho still playing here. Um, they're they're kind of fun questions, right? Yeah, I dig We've them. had such introspective, deep answers from you. I figured we'd get silly Some for a little bit. spice it time. up.
2: <laughs> spice up your life.
1: Looking back to our playlist, speaking about deep and introspective, you selected Hometown Glory by Adele. This mm-hmm. song is incredible. What does this mean to you?
2: I'm um, one of the first songs that I remember teaching myself on piano was Hometown Glory by Adele. I sang it. I think I was a sophomore in high school at the talent show um it's just a beautiful very simplistic piece of voice and piano so that's why i picked it and
1: i'm glad you did it's one of her lesser known songs i think it appeared on a soundtrack but just doesn't get enough play
2: doesn't get enough love
1: super super good another influence of kingsley this is adele with hometown glory stick around Strong female Portland artist Sarah Wilde right there with Berlin Wall just got back on tour or off of tour with Fox and Bones. I put her on the playlist tonight because I have another strong female artist <laughs> from Portland and beyond Kingsley in studio with us. Uh, it's just been a blast picking your brain yeah, about this stuff.
2: This, is awesome. this yeah. is awesome.
1: Well, I've got a handful left for you. And of course, uh, some songs coming up. Um, tell everyone about what happened Friday night at the house party show and kind of the vibes that took place there, because next up on the list, we've got... Haley Johnson with Fill the Water.
2: Yeah, so I had a House Party single release show just because I wanted to keep it very intimate. I'm also new to Portland, so I did not know uh, what to expect uh, fan-wise or friends-wise. It was packed, which was amazing and so thankful for everyone coming out. And Haley Johnson played the set with me on guitar, but she also played uh, two songs, and she played one of my favorite songs on her sophomore EP, Fill the Water. So,
0: And
1: she just recently, well, recently... Uh, First time I interviewed her, it was late 2015. Mm. She just started playing guitar at that time.
2: She's fantastic. Isn't it crazy? Guitar.
1: I saw her progress, uh, like you said earlier, via Instagram. Just she'd post videos and stuff, and she's just a killer player. She's a
2: guru. So <laughs> I'm very thankful for her um, stepping up and playing on my show.
1: Well, I'm glad you did a house show, too. I'm a big proponent for those uh, for a couple reasons. I think... it. A big pet peeve of mine. I'll take a step back. I think it's a disservice when an artist like you goes into a venue and you aren't the focal point.
0: Yeah.
2: You
1: know, you shouldn't be there to sell alcohol. Alcohol should be sold because you're playing.
2: Exactly. Right.
1: Um, a lot of really great artists and really great local performances get pushed to the background noise because that's what they become. So I'm a big... um. Uh, supporter of house shows. Not only that, it's proven that artists sell more merch at a house show and they connect with the audiences yes. better. Um, what What did you see at the house show that differs from some of the venue shows?
2: Um, what I saw at the house show was a community being built, a family, and a base around something that I believe in, my dream, my passion, and other people who believe in it too. So just... In close vicinity. It was very tight niched which was awesome. Very sweaty, but (laughs) (laughs) very awesome.
1: Pretty full circle for you to have Haley
2: at Um, your release. Yeah, my my first Portland friend. (laughs) Um, It was very awesome. And it was at her house, so thank you for your house too, Haley. Oh, how cool. How (laughs)
1: nice. That's super rad. Well, I love this song. Uh, One of my buddies, Mark Powers, plays drums on this. Her whole band is incredible. I just absolutely love this song. This is Fill the Water by Haley Johnson. And then after that, we've got a couple tracks from Kingsley, so Kay. stick around. Fill the Water by Haley Johnson here on Sounds of PDX. I've been hanging out with Kingsley tonight. Haley was one of Her influences and friends, as you heard before, the song played. Uh, Now we're getting into some meat and potatoes with uh, Kingsley (laughs) here. Um, I want to talk to you about Lie Detector. Mm -hmm. It's the first song of yours that we're going to play. Where did this come from? And can you tell me when the song originated? I always like to know how long it's been on the shelf for you. Man,
2: 2011. So my senior year of high school is when I wrote and produced the song with my sister, um, who's listening in. Hi, Tom. Um, In my parents' basement. We recorded it in my parents' basement. We had to yell at my siblings to stop running upstairs so we can get a nice sound. And I wrote it because of a guy who was just a liar and and thinks that people or women in general will not not see through it. So I wrote the song and it's, you know, just my heart and soul. Like, I see through you and...
1: So this is self-produced with your sister. This
2: is self-produced with my sister when I was 18 years of age. I I had no idea
1: when I was listening to it this week uh, after you got me the files. Oh, and my
2: brother rapped on it. So shout out to my brother who's listening in right now too. Hi, is
1: This is beautiful. It was the
2: Jackson 3. It's a family (laughs) effort for the
1: Kingsley Project. Fantastic. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy it. This is Lie Detector from Kingsley. Stick around. We've got Ghost coming up.
0: Late at night, did he whisper in your ear While you sat up on this couch And he tell you that he loves you And all that word of mouth Now girl, he doesn't love you He ain't your protector But what do I know? I'm no liar
1: Lie detector here on Portland Radio Project. That is by Kingsley, my special guest. Had the honor of hanging out with you uh, since 7 p.m. tonight. It has just been a blast. I want to give a shout out to our fans and friends. Stereo RV, they just hit us up uh, via Twitter. They said, at Portland Radio Project, ask Kingsley if she would lend her beautiful self to a show on February 17th at Mississippi Pizza with Stereo RV Pretty Please. I will let her contact you directly, but I think she's excited. Yes, <laughs> yes,
2: with a cherry on top. <laughs> yeah, thank
1: you for listening. I hope you all are doing well. Uh, I'll be great to have you back on the show soon. Yes. Uh, Kingsley, I am just so impressed with not only your stories and playlist, but like the culmination of your family helping you on that song after everything I learned tonight is just super rad. Yes,
2: I c- could not be without my family. So I'm very thankful for them supporting a, just a non-traditional dream.
1: And you're all super talented. Like
2: they are, Yes, We they all hit standards really high. So. <laughs> that's
1: why you're competitive, right?
2: <laughs> it's very much so why I'm
1: competitive. Folks with a lot of siblings are competitive, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, well, unfortunately, our night is coming to an end, uh, but I wanted to put a crown on this broadcast by playing your new single, Ghost, which was released on November 17th. Yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about what inspired this song and then how fans can stream it.
2: Yeah, uh, Ghost was inspired by a stupid boy so thank you <laughs> stupid boy um but it, it it came from so many other different things of just being reminded people coming for a reason and people going in the season so ghost is a great song for all types of things in relationships uh you can stream it on Bandcamp, my website iamkingsley.com spotify or itunes whichever one you use so please download uh, play share repeat
1: It is a mind-blowing track. It's definitely one of my favorites of 2017. Uh, Before I let you go off into the evening, are there any shout-outs or goodbyes you'd like to say?
2: I would like to give a shout-out to the producer of Ghost, uh, Jack Kennedy of Czar Studio, Ashley Kravon for um, co-writing it, and Larissa Birdseye for singing backup vocals. And finally, giving a shout-out to my parents, mom and dad. What's up?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we got a weather report from Chicago. We
2: did. It's 20 degrees right now. So thank goodness I'm in Portland. Portland.
1: Uh, We are so glad to have you here. We're so glad that you're part of the music community. And uh, we have nothing but good music to look forward from you in the future. So thank you for being on Portland Radio Project. And I hope you've all had a great night. This is Ghost by Kingsley. I've been your host, Luke Neal, reminding you to support and discover local music.
0: About your new favorites
1: at PRP.FM.